Hey guys, welcome back to the Kessler Experience. I am your spirited host, Leslie. If you're new here, welcome. Glad you're here. I'm glad all of you are here with me today. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, that one day of the year when we can all wear our stretchy pants without fear of ridicule. We gorge our bellies on yummy buffets full of turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, candied yams, and just a plethora of other delicious foods. Today and every day, we should also gorge our hearts with a pure and unconditional love for the Lord. We should purge ourselves of negativity and feast on the Lord's word, prayer, and positivity. Just a reminder out there, y'all, if you're looking for great Christmas gifts, go to KesslerFashion.com. There is a little bit of something for the whole family over there. Again, that's KesslerFashion.com. So what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Is there a special tradition besides eating that you do every year? Like, do you go around the room or the table and say what you're thankful for? Do you watch football uh, or play football out in the yard? Do you watch the parade? Like, what is it besides food that you look forward to about Thanksgiving? For me, it's the cooking and family time. I love cooking Thanksgiving dinner. For years, it was basically just me and my sister and our kids, and I would do the bulk of the cooking uh, while she insisted that I start putting out my my decorations for Christmas. And she would pull them all out, and she would put them away for me. My nephew would always want, like, the, the turkey leg, which was twice the size of his little face back then. And we would force the kids to say out loud what they were thankful for before they could eat. I know, I know, we're mean. (laughs) But I miss those days. It seems like a lifetime ago now. All of the kids were so little. We were so much younger ourselves. And it seems now, looking back, that we just had much less stress, you know? It really was a different time as far as simplicity and societal issues But over the years, you know, and having my mom back local and having everybody together again, it's truly a blessing and it makes for even more special memories. And everybody in the kitchen, everybody cooking together, making their own special dishes, it really does make for a lot less stress and room for a lot more love. During the holidays, We're all feeling that spirit, the togetherness, the giving, the extra kindness, the extra love. But shouldn't we be doing that all year round? Could you imagine what the world would be like if everyone had the holiday spirit from January through December? What a wonderful world it could be. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving in our family because of the pilgrims and the Indians. No, we celebrate Thanksgiving spiritually. It is our day to be thankful together to celebrate the many blessings that God has given us in our lives. You don't have to be wealthy. You don't have to have a big house or drive a new car to be blessed. Those are earthly possessions that come and go. Now, God has given us love and mercy, forgiveness, and eternal life in heaven. The Bible says in Timothy 4.45, For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received 
with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God in prayer. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, We tell God our problems, making our requests known to him with thanksgiving. And in Colossians 4, 2, it says, We are devoted to prayer, staying alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. The spirit of thanksgiving should be a part of our everyday lives. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and for your blessings over us. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for your sacrifice so that we we might be able to have freedom and life. Forgive us when we don't thank you enough for who you really are, for all you do, and for all you've given us. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you with a fresh outlook. Renew our spirits. Fill us with your peace and joy. We love you and we need you this day and every day. We give you praise and thanks for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, many Christians are surprised to learn how much of the original concept of Thanksgiving was actually spiritual, as well as how many Bible stories echo the need for Thanksgiving-type celebrations among the people when they can express gratitude and humility for all that they have. The first step is taking a look at the spiritual aspects of the holiday as a whole, and then the ideas evolve from there. Psalm 107.1 urges us, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. There are seven ways to uncover the true biblical meaning of Thanksgiving, and we're going to go over those today. So the first one is to look to God first. The most important thing that we can do to uncover a Christian meaning in Thanksgiving is to look first to the Lord. God is the source of all things, life, land, and all that sustains us. Throughout his uh, earthly ministry, Jesus constantly pointed to the Father and publicly expressed thanks for God's provision and care. He gave thanks before he fed the, multitude, the multitudes in John 6, 11, uh, Matthew 15, 36, and Mark 8, 6. When he cried before God and then raised Lazarus from the dead, he thanked God for hearing him. In John chapter 11, verses 41 through 42, the Bible says, I know that you always hear me, Jesus said, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here that they may believe that you sent me. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 26, the Bible says, When God chose to reveal his glory to little children rather than the wise and learned, Jesus also thanked him, saying, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. God is at the root of everything that we experience. When good things happen, they happen because God provided for our needs. And when bad things happen, we know God walks beside us and ultimately causes good things to happen from these situations. In Psalm 9-1, a Psalm of David proclaims, I will give thanks to you, my Lord, with all my heart, I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. The second way to focus 
is on gratitude. Focusing on gratitude is another critical thing that we can do to uncover a Christian meaning in Thanksgiving. When times are difficult and we experience illness and death, poverty or oppression, sometimes it's hard to count our blessings. But Psalm 136.1 tells us, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endureth forever. And James 1.17 reminds us, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. See, even amid difficulty, you can train your mind to notice good things and be appreciative. Express your gratitude out loud or make a list. One one great thing uh, exercise to do is to consider placing maybe a large pumpkin on the table at your Thanksgiving meal and just asking everybody there, each guest, to list uh, things to thank God for and then lay it at the pumpkin to read out loud later, um, either before or after your Thanksgiving meal. The third way um, is that sometimes... It can be helpful to read about the way God's people thanked God throughout history, even during times of trouble. For instance, Deuteronomy 26, 119, or 1 through 19, rather, describes the Israelites' first thanksgiving in the promised land. The prophet Jonah gave thanks to the Lord in the belly of a well after he realized he couldn't escape from God's commands in Jonah 2, 8 through 9. Uh, In Acts 27, 35, the Apostle Paul gave thanks to God in the middle of a storm just before their shipwreck. And in Luke 22, 15 through 20, during the Last Supper, Jesus thanked God three times for the bread and wine, which represented his body sacrificially broken and his blood spilled for, um, for all of us. Now, reading these stories helps us understand how good and right It is to express thanks to the Lord for taking care of us in spite of the the many ways that we go astray. The fourth way um, is to sing songs of grace and thanksgiving to God. The Bible tells us over and over how much God loves singing. Psalm 717 talks about how the psalmist will sing the praises of the name of the Lord Most High. Psalm 100, 1 through 3, urges, shout for joy to the Lord, all of the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Hebrews 13, 15 tells us to continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of the lips that openly profess his name. And Colossians three sixteen says, we are to let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one, one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. We can sing songs today as well. While carols and festive songs are popular at Christmas, time, sometimes we forget that there are Thanksgiving songs too. Hymns of gratitude, modern day anthems of praise and thankfulness, And Holy Spirit-inspired songs that burst from our lips, even with no uh, music in the background at all. Singing is a great way, both individually and as a group, to thank God. The fifth way is to pray. 
The Bible is chock full of examples of people lifting hearts, minds, and souls to the Father God. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. That's what the Bible tells us in Revelation eleven seventeen. Philippians 4, 6 urges, uh, urges us not to be anxious, but instead in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Giving thanks through prayer is so important. Prayer is intended to be a conversation with God, not a list of requests. Part of that conversation should be understanding God's goodness and expressing gratitude for this. We're not owed anything by God. We don't deserve the blessings that we experience. These are gifts. Thanking God helps us to remember this. The sixth way is to serve others. Serving others is another thing we can do to uncover the Christian meaning in Thanksgiving. In Matthew 22, 36 through 40, Jesus tells us the two greatest commandments are to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and second, to love our neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on to these two commandments, he says, loving others as a way of loving God. We cannot do anything to earn God's love, but we can show our appreciation by loving others generously and ex uh, extravagantly, like the Good Samaritan who cared for the wounded stranger in Luke 25, 25 through 37. Many people choose to serve others on Thanksgiving, whether that means cooking a meal for your family and your friends or helping to host a community Thanksgiving, providing a free meal and other items such as coats, warm clothing, services in the name of Jesus. When we meditate on the blessings God has given us and feel thankful, we often overflow that gratitude to others. And the seventh way, the last way that we'll discuss today is to honor relationships. A final thing we can do to uncover the Christian meaning and thanksgiving is to obey God by following his commandments. In Exodus 20, 12, he commands us, honor your mother and your father so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. Today, many of us have difficult, tense, or even estranged relationships with our family members including our parents. Perhaps our parents are, have wronged us in a deep cutting or painful way. Getting together with them for a holiday meal might seem like the, the very last thing we want to do. But choosing to honor our parents is important to the Lord, and so is forgiving others. Ephesians 4.32 urges us to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. This is an example of true thankfulness in our heart, understanding how generous a gift it is that we wretched, undeserving sinners are forgiven and in our gratitude, bestowing that same forgiveness and showing love to others in the same manner. It's fine to enjoy turkey and football games and parades and other secular activities on Thanksgiving, but be sure to seek the deeper Christ-centered meaning in the holiday. It will bless you beyond measure. All right, so I know it's short. Um, I have enjoyed my time with all of you today. If you enjoyed today's message, make sure that you leave me a comment or a voice note under the episode. I really, really enjoy reading and listening to those. 
As always, you can follow me over on Facebook at the.kessler.experience for more frequent uh, devotionals, extra motivation and inspiration to just help get you through each and every day. My only goal is to help you find strength in each day and to help you find your way, whatever path you know, life might have you on. If, if the path you're on right now doesn't feel like it's working for you, if you're not enjoying your life, then you're just not on the path that God intended for you. Give your life and heart to him and he will help you every step of the way. If you are in need of guidance, feel free to email me at the at the Kessler Experience at Yahoo.com. Next week, I plan to do a Bible study on this show on the book of Romans, but God has a mysterious way of changing my message or ideas without notice. I had three different messages prepared for today, but um, he said, no, Thanksgiving is tomorrow and this is important. So here we are. Uh, first thing this morning, I was pretty much working on this instead. Also, if you're enjoying my show and if you would like to help keep it ad-free and keep allowing me to get the message out, hit that listener support button to send your small monthly donation. It is very, very much appreciated. And I thank, uh, I thank you all who have and, and will contribute. So let's go ahead and close out today with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we conclude this podcast, I bow in thankfulness for the blessings bestowed upon us. Your love, teachings, and presence have enriched our souls. May the gratitude I feel inspire me to live a life of thanksgiving. Lord, help me express appreciation for your constant grace and the abundance of blessings I receive. We thank you for this time that we could spend in your presence today. Help us remember that you have given us more than we could have ever asked for or even imagined. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, I'll be back next week, so stay tuned, stay blessed, and please enjoy your Thanksgiving.